Buy wisely. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Time now for Rocky Jordan, brought to you today by Del Monte Tomato Products. Not far from the Musk Sultan Hassan in Cairo stands the Cafe Tambourine, run by Rocky Jordan. The Cafe Tambourine, crowded with forgotten men, alive with the babble of many languages. For this is Cairo, where modern adventure and intrigue unfold against the backdrop of antiquity. Del Monte Foods presents Rocky Jordan and this week's story, Gold Fever. It all started when the phone at the head of the tambourine bar opened up along in the afternoon. Chris was serving a lonely customer at one of the side tables, so I got up front and answered it. Yeah, Cafe Tambourine. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, who is it? I must speak to Jordan Bay. This is Jordan Bay. I must make no mistake. Are you sure? Look, I don't know who I am. What is this? You must hurry, Jordan Bay. Come as quickly as you can. Who said so? Pete Servos. He must see you at once without delay. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Who did you say? Pete Servos. Servos? Come right away, Jordan Bay. As quickly as you can. Well, where do I find him? Hello? Where do I find him? Where... Oh, great. Pete Servos. That could be only one man. And his name meant only one thing. Gold. The kind you never find. Only dirt and sweat and too much heartache. Yeah, Servos had gold fever the worst way. I guess he'd always had it. He talked me into scratching around with him in the High Sierras once a long time ago. All the gold we ever found could have been picked up on the point of a pin. Well, I got my fill of it and finally gave up, but Pete was off to chase some other rainbow. That was the last I'd seen of him. And why he was in Cairo and what he wanted to see me about was anybody's guess. And where I'd find him was a little point my caller had neglected to tell me. A disturbing phone call, Mr. Jordan? With my mind on the servos puzzle, I only half heard the voice. It came from my lone customer at a nearby table. He'd been frequenting the tambourine the last few days. A big, ruddy, solid set man. A combination of poise and strength named von Rudstedt. From across Africa in the Boer country. Uh, not that it is any of my affair, understand. Uh, light for your cigarette, Mr. Jordan. Eh? Oh, yeah, thanks. I fear that I am becoming a fixture in your cafe. Well, a wanderer gets the habit of settling in a spot where he feels at home. Well, stay as long as you like. Ah, you are generous. Uh, will you sit down? Yeah, okay. You, um, been around the continent much, Mr. Jordan? Africa? Oh, not much. Ah, remarkable changes since the war. Especially in the past few months. Hmm? The recent gold strike in South Africa, for example. Gold strike? What brought that up? Oh, just a passing thought. You know, they tell me you're something of an adventurer, but... Oh, still worried about the phone call, Mr. Jordan? Huh? Oh, uh, sorry, Mr. Van Rudstead. I was just wondering why you have not thought of chasing after some of the yellow stuff. Oh, no, no. Gave that up years ago. Ah, you can never be sure. Once he has felt it, 
The lust for gold lies dormant in every man. Yeah, maybe so, but it's not for me. Ah, that is easy to say, but after all, when he least expects it, a man's luck might show him a rich vein one way or another. Is that not so? Yeah, you might say that. Ah, one never knows, Mr. Jordan. One never knows. <laughs> Von Rutstedt broke it off about then and went out into the street. I stayed close to the phone, and what seemed like hours later, it began ringing again. Uh, hello, Tambourine. Hello, hello. I must speak to Jordan Bay. Look, I'm Jordan Bay. Oh, where are you, Jordan Bay? Where do you think I am? Where's Servos? Pete Servos? He's waiting for you. Why do you not come? One little detail. How do I find him? I told you. Are you Jordan Bay? By the last time, where is he? Where does he live? The address. So careless of me. Come on now, let's have it. Room 207 at the Pyramid House. Hurry, Jordan Bay. I got outside, flagged down a taxi, and made a quick deal with a driver to look up the Pyramid House. He hunked his way across the Musky Bazaar and finally pulled up in front of an ancient brownstone affair. A little more on the ratty side than most. I told the cabbie to wait around. Then I was up the steps, down a dark hall, and knocking at 207. Rocky, Pete. Get inside, Rocky. Pete, <coughs> what's the matter with you? Better help me to bed. Sure, sure. Come on. Take it easy. Uh, thanks. I've been looking all over for you, Rocky. I can see now why you had to send somebody else. What happened? Uh, a couple of bullets I picked up. Well, we better take care of it. No, I'm all right. Just slow me down a little. Yeah, bullets will do that. Yeah, won't they, though? How'd you get them? A lot anybody cares. Same old thing, huh, Pete? Gold? Yeah, same old thing. I don't give up, Rocky. I told you to forget it while you could. You think I could? It's been in my blood, and what can I do about it? I've been digging ever since I could hold up a pig. And what'd it get you? A couple of bullets and a bunch of tattoos on your arm. Plenty of new ones since I saw you last. Oh, yeah. Hey, why are the numbers tattooed there on your right arm? Oh, there? That's my social security number. <laughs> At this rate, you'll never live to collect it. I won't need it. Still think you'll strike it, don't you, Pete? Nobody's stopping me. Not even that no-good wife of mine. Well, I didn't know you were married. And I don't know why. What kind of a woman is it that won't stay by you? Share your dreams. Even help you dig. It's a tough life, Pete. How do you think it is for me? Yeah, stay home, she says. Give it up. But she'll be around plenty quick when there's gold. I know her. Uh, where is she now? Right here in Cairo, wouldn't you know? Checked into the Continental last week. And she can stay there. Look, Pete, if you didn't send for me about the bullets, what is it? What do you think? Well, Rocky, I finally struck it. What? Are you trying to tell I me... I found gold. A vein bigger than we ever dreamed about. South Africa load. After all these years, I found it. That doesn't concern me. Uh, cut it out, Rocky. You're not over the fever any more than I am. I told you, Pete. I'm through with it. Yeah. Wait till you hear this, Rocky. I'm putting the whole mine in your name. My name? Let Clarissa try and get her hands on it then. Let her try. It's all yours. She can't touch it. Now, wait a minute, Pete. You can't do that. You'll share 70-30. 70 goes to me. That's all right, ain't it? That's not the idea. It's ours, Rocky. Enough gold to keep us both on easy street the rest of our lives. I told you I got over the gold fever a long time Don't ago. Don't be silly. It's great having a gold mine, ain't it? 
From now on, we worry about nothing. No more digging and sweating and dying. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're getting tired, Pete. Come on, let's just forget it, huh? What's that to forget? It ain't like I'm asking you a favor. Take it easy, Pete. Maybe I'll see you later. Yeah? You'll be back, Rocky. I ain't worrying. You'll be back. Lock snapped on the inside, and I went down the hall and down the steps. Well, that was a new one. A guy offering you a gold mine on a silver platter. But I didn't want it. I didn't want any part of it. All I wanted was some fresh air. Just as I reached the front door, somebody drew back away from the glass. I got outside in time to see him dodge into a doorway a little way down. I was sure it was my customer from the tambourine, Von Rutstedt. Right away, I remembered all his talk about gold fever. I wanted to know what he was doing there, so I went out after him. Hey, Von Rutstedt! Hey, Rutstedt, come back here! He ran without looking back, and all at once he was in a car and driving fast. My taxi was still waiting, so I got back and shook the cabbie awake. Oh, uh, do not be impatient, sir. Try and follow that car, quick. Oh, I have a very fine taxi. At times, it can go very fast. Then take this pound note and get going. Here we are going, Effendi. He took that turn to the left. Oh, there is the car, far ahead. All right, don't lose it. Come on, step on it. There is no finer taxi in all of Cairo. As I say, it can go fast. Another pound note if you catch that car. It is a deal. He swung off to the right. Can you make it? Hold tightly, sir. Sir, look ahead. Pull up, Cabby. Pull up. If the car stands across the road, we are blocked. Use the brake. Stop it. I am trying. We hit the car broadside, and the taxi front crumbled like a paper cup. One glance told me the cabby was all right, so I was out and running to the other car. And it didn't take any time to see the car was empty. Von Rutstedt was gone. Del Monte Foods is presenting tonight's adventure with Rocky Jordan. Hey, here comes Joe Johnson in the house after a long, hot day's work in the garden. Man, am I thirsty. I sure could use something cold and refreshing to drink. Oh, I wonder what's in the refrigerator. Hey, Del Monte tomato juice. That's for me. Opener. Glass. Right, Joe, for refreshment. There's nothing like Del Monte tomato juice. Del Monte tomato juice is fresh tasting. Yes, indeed. Del Monte tomato juice is made from fresh, ripe Western tomatoes, the flavor tomatoes. Mmm, mmm. Del Monte tomato juice is natural tasting. True. Del Monte tomatoes are rushed directly from field to cannery to protect their fresh, natural taste. <sighs> Del Monte tomato juice is refreshing. Right. Del Monte tomatoes are pressed immediately at the cannery to preserve all the sunny, rich goodness of those deep red, vine-ripened tomatoes. Fresh tasting, natural tasting, and refreshing. Fresh, natural, refreshing. That's Del Monte tomato juice. Look for it at your grocer's. Keep a can or two in your refrigerator. And remember, for real refreshment, buy fresh-tasting Del Monte tomato juice every time. And now back to Rocky Jordan and tonight's story, Gold Fever.
Well, it took some time trying to pacify the little driver for the damage to his taxi. But I had other problems. Like von Rudstadt following me to Pete's house and why he'd run off when I tried to question him. Yeah, and I was thinking about a rich gold strike in South Africa that service wanted to hand over to me just to keep his wife Clarissa from getting any part of it. I decided it was time for a talk with her, so I went over to the Continental Hotel. Clarissa was there, but not exactly like I'd expected her. She was still young and pretty, like you want an American girl to be pretty. But there was something gone. She was thin, and the skin was taut across her cheekbones. She wasn't sure about letting me in. Who are you? My name's Jordan. Rocky Jordan. That means nothing to me. I've just been talking to your husband. I see. What does he want with me? Not a thing, Clarissa. But he's going to get well, if that interests you. What do you mean? A couple of bullets he picked up somewhere. Or didn't you know? I... I didn't know. How could I? He's your husband. Oh. And didn't Pete tell you I've come halfway around the world to Cairo to find him? To make one last try to get him to come home? Did you think he would? I don't know. Pete was such a good guy. He was a little like... I think you are, Rocky. Uh, he's still the same to me. We might have been happy. But every time we got settled with a home, he'd learn of some new strike and he was gone. Well, you must have known that about him before you were married. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. But I didn't know what it meant. I didn't realize there was no end to it. Now he won't even see me. So now I don't care. He's still got gold on his mind, Clarissa. Yes. Well, I hate it. Hunting for gold is foul and stupid, and I hate it. How about finding gold? He'll never find it. it. So happens he has. What? Pete's finally struck it rich. I told you, Rocky, I don't care. Are you sure? What do you mean? What would you say if Pete put that mine he found in my name? I'd say he can do anything he wants with it. I'm going back home now. And forget Pete's service if it's the last thing I ever do. There's another one for you. Pete puts the mine in my name to keep his wife's hands off of it. Only she tells me she doesn't want any part of it or him either. That's when I double back to Pete's place to get a few things straight. When I got there, the first thing I noticed was the door smashed open... Inside, the mattress was half off the bed, the bureau drawers open. Pete wasn't around, but somebody else was. Captain Sabaya, Cairo Police. Well, Joseph... Sam, what's this all about? You will touch nothing. What's happened to service? Where is he? Pete Solvos, at this moment, is on his way to the mall. He's dead. Dead? Does that surprise you so much, Joseph? I knew he had some bullet holes, but he said he was recovering. The bullets which killed him were fired within the past hour. And a very thorough job. Any idea who did it? Uh, a man hasty in his opinions is neither wise nor honorable. I think you better look for somebody named Von Rutstedt, Sam. Jordan, a certain informant tells me you were here to see Servas this afternoon. For what purpose? Just a friendly visit. Indeed. What did you talk about? Oh, old times... Pete's gold strike? Is that all? What are you driving at? Would you have killed Servos for his mind? Sam, you know me better than that. Servos was an old friend. Jordan, someday you will learn that withholding information serves you no good. I've told you everything, Sam. Then how do you explain this letter? Letter? Where do you get it? I found it among papers in his desk. It is addressed to Rocky Jordan. 
I, Pete Servos, hereby grant to you full and complete ownership of my gold stake in South Africa on the one condition that I receive 70% of the profits from said mine throughout my life. Signed, Pete Servos. Let me see that. It will be held for possible evidence, Jordan. Oh, but the letter's to me. Do not fear, Jordan. It appears certain that you are the complete owner of a gold mine. Now that Servos is dead. Yeah, looks that way. Now, Jordan, hmm? you will kindly tell me where the gold mine is located. Where it's located? Yes, Jordan. You know something, Sam? I haven't any idea. Come, Jordan. You mean to say a man gives you a mine, but he does not tell you where it is? That's right. Indeed. Come with me, Jordan. I have something to show you. Sam put me in his black limousine with him, and we made the trip to headquarters without saying much. There, he nodded me down some familiar steps that led to the morgue. Halfway along the big room, he drew back a sheet that covered Pete's service. Observe, Jordan. Uh, it's Pete, if that's what you're asking. You say you knew him well. Long time ago. Notice the forearm uh, near the wrist. Oh, looks like a bad burn or something. It is a burn. Put there after the killing. What about it? The killer obviously wanted to erase whatever was recorded there. A tattoo mark, perhaps. Well, he had a lot of tattoos. But this one, can you recall what it was? Yeah, afraid not, Sam. Very well. However, if your memory should suddenly return, let me know. I had noticed some numbers on Pete's arm that afternoon, but they wouldn't come back to me. After all, I wanted to clear up Pete's death, and the numbers might help. I had a hunch von Rundstedt knew, but going back to Clarissa was quicker. There was a chance she could help. The news of Pete's killing had been a shock to her, but she was packing to leave. Can't we just forget about it, Rocky? We've got to find the killer, Clarissa. Why? It had to end this way sooner or later. Will you hand me that grip, please? Oh, yeah. Here you are. Thanks. Pete had some numbers tattooed on his right arm. They've been burned off. What were they? I, I don't remember any numbers. You sure? Yes, Rocky, yes. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Do you, you have any pictures of Peter around? Box in the top bureau. I was about to throw them away. Oh, thanks. Uh, these all you have? Yes. Yes, they're all I have. This one here in the bathing suit. How long ago was it taken? What? That was at the Tona Beach. Just before he left me for South Africa six months ago. The numbers weren't on his arm then. I told you they weren't. Yeah, that means he had them put there after he made the gold strike. What difference does it make? Don't you see? They could be the location of the mine, in longitude and latitude. The numbers are all we need. I see. Rocky. Huh? Just why did you come here? I'm trying to clear up Pete's death, Clarissa. Are you? Whoever killed him is after that mine. He knows where it is. And you'd like to know, too, wouldn't you, Rocky? And there's nothing to do with it. Are you sure it hasn't? You said you'd put gold out of your mind a long time ago. You said the mine didn't matter to you. Well, it doesn't, Rocky, but can't you see what happened to Pete? I hoped it wouldn't happen to you. You got the fever now, haven't you? You want that mine. Look, the gold's there and it belongs to me. Why shouldn't I try to find it? Yes, yes, why not? Gold can change a man so quickly. Are you trying to stop me? No. No, go ahead. I feel sorry for you, Rocky. I feel sorry. 
What she was driving at didn't set with me. I got out into the Cairo night. As I tried to walk it off down the Sharia El Mar, I made up my mind I was finding von Rundstedt if it took digging out every hole in Cairo. That turned out too easy. He was waiting in a doorway. A gun leveled at my ribs. Take care, Jordan. Walk ahead. You're kind of hard to catch, von Rundstedt. We will talk in good time. About who? Service. To the left. Down the alleyway. Oh, we're going to make it real private. Shut huh? up. No. Stand there now, with your back to the wall. All right, you're calling it. No tricks, if you are wise. I'm getting wise to a lot of things. Oh, that I followed you after the phone call in your cafe this afternoon? Yeah, that is true. Yeah, right to service's place. Did you kill him? There is no reason to hide it from you. We talked for a while, then I killed him. And burned the numbers off his arm. Why? Because they told the location of the mine? No one knows where the mine is except me and you, Jordan. I forgot the numbers. I could never be sure. So you figure burn them out of me? There is no other way. Uh, one little request, huh? It is your last. In close and clean. Uh, as you wish. The last step was his mistake. That's when my shoe caught his shin hard. He doubled for a split second, and my hand came down with a cut on the back of his neck. And Rootstead dropped flat in his face, and the gun clattered away. I scrambled over and came up with it. It was that easy. You're around, Jordan. All right, come up, Van Rootstead. I should have shot you while I could. Uh, now we'll talk about the mine. Clear it up. Yeah. Yeah, you will want to know, Jordan. If Servos did not tell you, he did not find that mine... It was I who made the strike. Uh, that's not what he told me. You fool. Why do you think he gave the mine to you? Why should he put it in your name? To keep it away from his wife. Ah, how can you believe that, Jordan? Servo stole that mine from me. Before I could file, he was ahead of me. It was in his name. And it was too late. Well, it's in my name now. Ah, yeah. Servos thought that would protect him from me. But I killed him for only one reason. Because he took what was mine. I killed him just as I will kill you. Only I got the gun. Ah, that poses a problem for you, does it not? I alone am in your way now, unless you shoot me. And, uh, go ahead, Jordan. Pull the trigger and get what you want. I was looking at him, but all at once I was seeing myself. Yeah, what Sam and Clarissa and now Von Rundstedt had said about me getting gold fever was right. I did want that mine, bad enough to kill. I could shoot, I was safe, and this was my big chance. Go ahead, Jordan. You have only to pull the trigger. Self-defense, you can call it, and then you'll be free of me. You deserve to die. You murdered service. Ah, that is it. Justify yourself, Jordan. Gold fever has no regard for fair play. I can see it in your eyes. You want to kill me, don't you? So you can get the mine. You'd have killed me. So now is your chance. You will find the mine somehow. The mine is all yours now. Just raise the gun, Jordan. Sam, pull the trigger. Shoot, Jordan. No. I'm not going to kill you, Von Rutstedt. That won't be necessary. Not for me. It was a difficult decision, was it not, Jordan? Ah, the police. Sam, how long you been there? I witnessed everything. Ali, Greco, take this Van Ronset away quickly. Yes, Captain. Sam, you won't be needing that service pistol. For which I am very happy. I would have hated to see you raise the gun to kill him. He killed service, Sam. Yes, Jordan. I know. 
You see, the police have not been idle. <laughs> Looks like you've been way ahead of me. <laughs> but Van Ronsted was right. The mine was stolen from him by Pete Service. In fact, I have learned many things from the South African authorities. Huh? Including what else? Van Ronsted was a most strange and unpredictable man, known throughout South Africa. Oh, and I'm listening. He, too, had gold fever, but of a most severe nature. In his time, he had discovered a dozen mines, each of them, to him, with a fortune. To him? What are you getting at, Sam? Just this, Jordan. Both you and Pete Solvers were fooled by a man with hallucinations who owned a mine that was worthless. More from Rocky Jordan in just a moment. Let's step outdoors and join the Ellis family at their barbecue. Boy, those hamburgers look good. I'm starved, honey. How long do I have to listen to them sizzling there on the griddle? <laughs> Take it easy, darling. All in good time. I'll just turn it over. There, that's about it. They're ready. Let me at them. Toasted bun. Hamburger patty. Here you are. Oh, no. Oh, no, you don't. Not plain like that. Where's the catsup? The one you served yesterday with a special flavor. Oh, you mean Del Monte catsup. You bet he means Del Monte catsup. The catsup with that special flavor. Tomato flavor at its best. It's lively, it's tangy, it's rich. Blended and simmered down according to a treasured recipe, Del Monte catsup on sizzling hamburgers, steak, or chops is a real flavor treat. And Del Monte catsup costs less than many other quality brands. Look for it at your grocer's. Remember, for flavor first, it's Del Monte catsup every time. Back now to Rocky Jordan. Well, there wasn't much more to clear up. Sam and his men took care of von Rutstedt. And all that was left for me to do was to have a little talk with Clarissa. I bought her a cup of coffee in an all-night cafe and told her what had happened. Well, Rocky, I'm glad it's over. Uh, me too. You know, I just took the cure. I'm out of the gold business. <laughs> I hope for Keith. You can count on it. So it was it's all for nothing, then. Pete dreamed and stole and died from mine without any gold. That's right. You know, somehow I'm glad he never found out. What about you now, Clarissa? Me? I need to go home for a while. Wish you didn't. Maybe sometime I'll come back to Cairo. Perhaps I'll see you then. Not scared of gold fever anymore? No. But there are other kinds of fever, Rocky. Let's wait and see.
For the finest in tomato flavor, enjoy the whole family of Del Monte tomato products. Del Monte ketchup and chili sauce. Del Monte tomato sauce and canned tomatoes. And Del Monte tomato juice. Remember, buy wisely. Buy for flavor. Buy Del Monte. Del Monte, the brand you trust for flavor in so many good foods. Remember, you have a date next week at the Cafe Tambourine run by Rocky Jordan. Same time, same station. And the story is Cairo Vendetta. Rocky Jordan, written by Larry Roman and Gomer Cool, stars Jack Moyles in the title role and is directed and produced by Cliff Howell with original music by Richard Aron. Here's a cool suggestion for a hot day. Chilled Del Monte fruit cocktail and cottage cheese. Everybody likes colorful, delicious Del Monte fruit cocktail. Serve tempting Del Monte fruit cocktail. The brand that puts flavor first. Larry Thor speaking. Rocky Jordan is presented over CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.